0: Back into it, hour two, at tale varsity. We're presented by Currency for all your equipment financing needs. Go Currency! We say hi to the Hall of Fame coach Gary Barnett with us. Coach, how's the week? You get some some putting in.
1: Got a little bit of everything in, Chris. A little chilly. Just got to put on a jacket, but it's uh, it's life does not is not bad for me. So,
0: so is there a is there a, a cutoff temperature for you uh, when it comes to whether or not you venture outdoors to do your daily smoking of ribs?
1: <laughs> there's no, there's no, uh, uh, temperature limit for me on the, as far as getting outside, it's just the wind. Hmm. If it's cold, if it's cold, I'm okay. If it's cold and windy and eh, not so much. So, uh, and we've had some rain down here and, been able to dodge it as far as golf games go but uh yeah, we've had a lot of rain it's going to be a great uh, great spring with a lot of a lot of uh, spring flowers so it's uh, w- you know we've we've helped our drought situation here
0: that's big no good for you coach uh we uh are in the chase we being the N- nebraska uh, not me, uh, <laughs> I haven't been to see to see Dom uh, Riola for a long time or talk to him in a while, but I want to go there because Dylan riola the, the top-ranked quarterback for 2024, the, the five-star that's out there, the uh, the world wants him to, to come play for them, and Nebraska in hot pursuit, as is SC, as is Oregon, as is Colorado, and I want to get your take on just your method. How did you identify and approach, and then eventually, you know, what what were some of those memorable quarterback chases like? Because the the discussion point yesterday was, you know, when it comes to Nebraska's rebuild, how do you accelerate that? Well, you you get some good players, you develop obviously, but you also get a you know a, a program changing quarterback, and, and I know you did that with. Uh, Sal and I know you did that with with Darian Hagan. So take us through that that part of it as you're building a program or getting into a situation.
1: Well, you know it's a different world then, Chris. Yeah. Um, we we didn't have um, or we didn't do all the media uh, hype that's there now. The Twitter, the you know any of the of the uh, uh, social networking. You know, m- most times a l- lot of guys didn't even have cell phones, so it was completely different. but but my approach was always uh, from a personal side and from a relationship side. And um, you know i wanted I wanted a young man to come uh, to our program because of what we had. the people we had in the program, and not the buildings, but the people we had in the buildings the the relationships between quarterback coach and quarterback um uh, to some extent head coach and and quarterback for the most part it was really the quarterback coach and the and the quarterback but it was different then Uh, and, and so uh right now i'm not sure because i'm not you know like like you were with the machines this morning uh, I'm I'm not sure how I would pull all that. I mean, if I'd been in it and, and grown up in it and mm-hmm. did it every day, I would have an idea. But I still think that winning parents over and winning um, players over with the relationship would still be, just because that's sort of me, I think that's what I would still do, however that that took yeah. and whatever steps... it it took to make it happen that way. And whether it's using social media, whether it's, you know, one of the things I really learned was handwritten notes. Mm -hmm. And we, I would send a handwritten note almost every day to, to somebody like that. And now even today, a handwritten note is pretty cool where it's so easy to just do a voice text. You know, you don't, you don't have to make any effort to do that. But when you sit down and write a quick note and put a stamp on it and and address it, um, to me that sends a little bit more of a special message. But again, that was 20 years ago. That, I'm not sure that works today. But I would probably still do it that way to some extent.
0: Gary Barnett with us, Yale Varsity Radio. We're talking uh, landing that uh, difference-making quarterback. The era that we're in in 2023, coach the uh, the rate that is out there that's been discussed is you know Ohio State was going to try and get four million dollars to to keep their stud quarterback he's off to the NFL uh, Stroud and I don't blame him he's awesome Uh, that said you you wonder what what the market is for an Arch Manning or what's the market for a, a quarterback that SC may land I mean it's out there, and I'm not knocking it. It's just the the world we're in. But it's man, it's weird. Is it, is it weird for you to process that? All right, there's uh, at least part of it's up front financially for what's deemed a difference making quarterback.
1: But yeah, let me go back to what we were talking about earlier, yeah. and, and it really comes down to what 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 tricks a kid. What not yeah. tricks him, but what what makes him tick. What. Yeah. What, what's important to him, and who's he close to? And so I think that there's a few quarterbacks out there like that or a few players. Do you really think Arch Manning needs money? No. Do you, do, you really, do you really think he needs to be the number one player? There, We're hearing about 5%, you know, 5% of the kids that are trying to get that kind of money and trying to make that kind of hoopla, most of the kids aren't like that. Mm-hmm. They really aren't. And and so uh, I think I, when I look at it, that's the way I look at it. I say, look, 95%, 90% of these kids are, you know, the NIL stuff is something, but it's not what – this is an important decision for them, their parents. And um, I think most parents, and I don't know about kids, but most parents realize that the NFL is a – that's a real long shot, mm-hmm. you know. And so – you know, where is going to be the best place for my son? And I think most kids, a lot of kids, I'm going to say, uh, players feel the same way. And so, um, y- you know, if you want to get your hands dirty like that as a school or as a collective or whatever, go go for it. But um, I think that in the long run, the, the players you want, the teammates you want uh, – aren't concerned about all that sort of stuff or as concerned as we make it out to be, or it's made out to be, I should say.
0: Gary Barnett with us. Coach, have you seen much, or have you talked much about uh, Dylan Raiola? I know he's down in Arizona. That's kind of been the the cradle of quarterbacks here in the last couple, three years. There's good quarterback play down where you're at, but I know the buffs are, are trying to get in on Raiola as well.
1: No, I haven't paid much attention to that that uh, Chris, you know, I'm, I'm not a big five-star, four-star guy. It's, it's uh, what you do when you get there and whether you're the right fit for me. Mm -hmm. So I don't follow much of that, but let me tell you, this is a great place for quarterbacks. And you look at the number of quarterbacks that come out of Arizona. It's amazing how many of them are out there. And part of it is the weather and the fact that you can be outside most of the time. And uh, you know, I think we have good coaches down here, and we have, you know, we've grown like crazy, and so uh, good seven-on-seven seven leagues and things like that. And so uh, the other thing is it's a, it's a pretty easy place to come recruit, and so it's easy to fly in and, and um, you know, drive around Phoenix and, and look at kids. But, um, y- you know, 20 years ago it wasn't like this, but, but now the last, I'd say the last seven years, this has been a real hotbed for quarterbacks.
0: It is. What do you like about this generation of of quarterbacks? If you've seen some of the the high school talent or kids that aren't far removed that that have transitioned, what do you think is special about uh, the 2022-2023 quarterback?
1: Well, I I just think they've been taught better, that they've had access to more good coaching, uh, that the various quarterback gurus that are out there – And it doesn't, you know, they all may teach something a little bit different, but um, they all basically teach uh, armed, you know, a a good release. They teach a quick release. They teach um, a a lot of the the mechanics much better than they used to do, but they also teach them with, you know, in their heads a a lot more. Mm -hmm. And if kids are willing to listen to all that, they're going to be a step ahead of all the kids that are, that are out there that are not being taught like that. It doesn't mean you have to go to one of those, but I do think there's more and more kids doing it, and I think the guys are further along than they used to be. And uh, just the the nature of offenses today allow the quarterback, well, they, they make the quarterback the most important player. And it didn't used to be that way, but it is now. And so these kids all realize it, and they can do a multiple of things. So I I just think they're coached better than they used to be and more experience uh, coming up through seven-on-seven leagues and things like that.
0: Coach, we're excited to see what what spring looks like with Sims as a dual threat in Nebraska. And once Casey Thompson gets healthy, he's back. He's got a new NIL deal. And there's a pretty intriguing quarterback room for Nebraska. If you were uh, running things again, would you – Mandate, or I shouldn't say mandate, but would you would you make sure you had a um, a mobile quarterback, or would you want a dual threat, would, or or would you stick with kind of the, the the bigger pocket guy?
1: You know, I I I think that I just want a good quarterback. Don't Hopefully don't kid. He can he <laughs> can do it all, right? He can make it. He can escape and make it. Turn a bad situation into something good. I don't think I'd hold myself to that, but I, you have to have a quarterback run these days. Yeah. And uh, the, the the advantage of a quarterback run is that you have an, you have another blocker, mm-hmm. and so I think on third third downs and red zone offenses, you have to have a quarterback that can run the football. And so I, you know, does that mean he has to be real mobile? No, but he's got to be he's got to be adept at running making guys miss, you know, forward lean, getting the extra yard. But that's the best way right now in short yardage and goal line, uh, red zone offense to be productive is to have the threat of the quarterback. So that would be paramount to me as somebody who could do those things.
0: Coach, what uh, do you think of the reaction to, to coach Tim Brewster online here the last uh, 48 hours or so there's video of his uh, meeting It, it. was a little drill sergeant-esque with him up downing up downing uh, in the uh, in the meeting room there's been some uh, college and NFL guys weigh in on on that uh, style Uh, you've had players come to Brewster's defense Uh, have you seen much of this
1: I watched it Uh, in fact I watched it this morning somebody sent it to me and uh, you, you know, with it came the line, man, is this guy a motivator? He's only 62, but look at his energy. Come on. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> I don't, you know, give me a break. You, 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 you do it your way, whatever it is, and but guys either buy into it or they don't. Mm-hmm. To me, you, you know, and I know Tim and I love Tim, but, you know, I have no interest in having my tight end coach come in and do that. So just different way of doing it. So, you know, I, these, these, you know, we're, we're, I don't want to go any further than that.
0: That's enough. <laughs> you, you're, you're pumping the brakes on, 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 on absolutely uh, going into a different area, Code. I, I get it. But, well, and I've asked you as far as, you know, your treatment of, of players and how you connected. And you've always just wanted to treat them like an adult, right? I mean, let's just connect and communicate and you do your job and I'll coach you up.
1: Well, yeah, and, and I'm not saying that's not his actions weren't treating those guys as adults. I'm not saying that,
0: but right.
1: I mean, if, if you're in, uh, you know, if you're in a Navy SEAL team, those are adults you're dealing with, and you're doing you're doing stuff like that. Right. So, uh, I think you have to look at it that way. It's an elite force, and you know that you've got to have intense discipline. And like he said, it's a it's got to be sixty minutes of war and, and a fight of hell, as he described it. So. Um, I get all that and and I do think that has to come across and has to be taught so it's however your way of getting it done is the best way it's your way so uh, that's his way and you know I hope it works
0: (laughs) Gary Barnett with us coach we'll leave you with uh, some some uh, NFL this weekend are are you going to tune in do you transition just for the sake of football or do you get into the NFL playoffs
1: you know, I'm probably a week away from really getting into it. I watched a couple games last week, uh, but uh, and I'll probably catch a couple of these. But uh, I'm, I'm, I'm more of an NFL playoff season kind of guy, mm-hmm. mostly because my time gets taken up with college the other times. But, but yeah, I'll tune in, and I appreciate great play. I mean, uh, you know, last week that Ravens game, you know, yeah. with the quarterback trying to go up and over and getting batted down in 96. I mean, that was, great. that was great drama. It was great fun. So I appreciate great athletes and, and great efforts.
0: Largest comeback that that you've pulled off as a coach. You look at Jacksonville and what they did. They were down 27, rip. They won 31-30. Yeah.
1: I, um, actually, I think it was two. One is I was, we were down 27-6 to six against Illinois in the fourth quarter. <clears throat> For sure, I was there at Northwestern, and then I think we were down twenty-six to seven against Nebraska my first year in '99, and we came back and had a chance to win it. Missed the field goal, went to overtime. That was that was those were pretty good comebacks.
0: Coach, enjoy your weekend. Thanks for a few minutes.
1: All right, Chris, great being with you.
0: Good stuff from Gary Barnett. We were up against it to get his take on Eric Gilbert, but Eric Gilbert is in. More thoughts on the talented tight end from Georgia when we come back on Hail Varsity.